breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. The days that I'm in here by myself, I just really am just trying to entertain myself. I do believe that. We're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. I'm just an audience of one. That's all I need. I see me in the mirror over here. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio. This segment is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. That's right, man. Ellis Autoplex is Rankin County's hometown pre-owned dealership. Owned and operated by my good friends, Casey and Rachel Ellis. They're located right there. Or should I say we are located right there on Highway 471 down towards the Lakeland Drive-In. Right down by Booze Smokehouse. You can shop us online at ellisautoplex.com. Hey, look, man, we've got a bunch of trucks out there. Pre-owned trucks. Now, if you're looking for a truck that you can save a little money on, not scared of a few miles, we got them, man. That that 100,000-mile range, five, six years old, that is our bread and butter. But right now, man, we've got like two trucks. I think one's a 20. We've got a 2013 F-150 Lariat package with uh, 63,000 miles, I think, marked down. Then we got a 2012 Silverado, old pawpaw truck, man, four-door, four-wheel drive, Z71, the whole nine yards. is black. It's beautiful. 54,000 miles. Check out all the pricing info and details on our website, ellisautoplex.com. And don't forget, we buy vehicles, too. We bought one of you guys' Honda Pilot last week, which led to me having an interesting conversation with some jack leg on Facebook Marketplace yesterday. Maybe I'll tell that story later, too. But check us out online, ellisautoplex.com. You know, real quick, I, I, on this show, I talk a lot about bad drivers, I talk a lot about bad drivers around here because if you have to drive from Brandon to Florida every day and then back to Brandon through Jackson twice, you're going to see some bad driving. It's just it's just the nature of the beast. And look, and I, I want to make sure I'm clear. There's a lot of bad drivers out in Rankin County, too. You folks that go up and down 471 every day, whoo, boy, I tell you what. But right now we're going to focus on Jackson. I left here. It must have been, let me get my days straight here. It had to have been Thursday. I think that was right. It was Thursday. It don't matter. For the sake of this conversation, Thursday. I'm coming down 220, you know, heading back towards I-20. Would that be south? We're going 220 south. Right past Clinton Boulevard, there's an 18-wheeler merging off the side of the road, back onto the road. He had it free and clear. There wasn't a car coming. I was in the, I pulled over to the left lane so I could go around them. No issues. Out my rearview mirror coming up the right lane is a dang Malibu, a black Chevy Malibu, maybe Impala, I don't know. Those mid-2000s-year models all look the same to me. It's going every bit of 95, 100 miles an hour. And the truck's still a little distance up. It's still a couple football fields up. I'm like, yeah, they're just they're just going to zoom, zoom around. No, <laughs> bro, they had to have been on their cell phone. There's no other explanation for what happened they get right to the bumper of that 18 wheeler and look up and realize they about to smash the back of an 18 wheeler they jerk the wheel to the left keep in mind i'm behind them here but i've given myself some distance because you you know in jacktown you drive enough around here you give yourself some distance they shoot all the way across they end up in the median they hit that that cable wire barricade car gets destroyed it spins around. How it didn't flip, I'll never know. It shoots back across the interstate in front of the 18-wheeler. I don't know how it did not get 
hit by the 18-wheeler at this point because it went from being behind it to being far enough in front of it after de- after detouring into the into the median and being destroyed by the cable wire system to shooting back across it. And it had enough distance that the 18-wheeler had not didn't see any of this happening because it was happening behind him and shoots in front of him and ends up parked on the side of the road. I, and I, I had just said that morning, I wish I had a dash cam for all the bad drivers I see around here. It would have been, it would have gone viral. It would have been gold. I saw some of the cars behind me stop to see if the people were all right. I'm like, Mm-mm. no, no, I, I, I'm not stopping. There's nothing I'm going to bring to the table. Stopping. Yeah, you can't fix stupid. And I didn't have any of my tools with me to attempt to fix stupid. If I had stopped. Absolutely ridiculous. Terrible drivers around here. Terrible, terrible drivers. I hope there's not a good Samaritan law in Jackson because I am going to go to jail for this good Samaritan stuff. Because play stupid games, get stupid prizes. You know, all of our favorite sayings here on the show. F around, find out. And that's exactly what they did. I'm going to tell you, I don't think I picked my phone up the rest of the weekend while I was in my car. Not to change songs, not to do anything. Just thinking about those idiots in that uh in that vehicle. Uh back to our back to our things to leave behind in twenty twenty two. Can I add Jackson drivers to that? Let's get back to a little bit of fun here. Oh, I want to tell you all a Facebook marketplace story. Listen, I look I know you y'all probably wish I would talk about Twitter files and all this stuff, but my life is such a dumpster fire at times, and so much crap happens that I feel like just telling you all these stories can make you feel better about the lack of dumpster fire that your life is. So, you know, in the used car business, you'll buy cars. Every now and then, there will be uh, mileage discrepancies and stuff. You know, you can take your car somewhere, and a dealership can fat finger the uh, your mileage when they update for your oil change. It happens a lot. A car will say 88,000 miles. I'll get a fat finger and it'll be 888,000 miles. That gets reported to Carfax and you got to go back and you got to jump through hoops to get these corrections made. You got to submit all this evidence and stuff. So the Carfax and the title apps and everything match up. It is, it is a felony to try to sell a car uh, with rollback miles. Nobody, well, I say nobody wants to do it. Nobody I've ever worked for partook in any of that kind of stuff and dang sure don't now. But anyway, posted a Honda Pilot that we bought for some folks here. Last week, one of our listeners on Marketplace, there had been a mileage issue. We had it corrected through all the proper channels. It was a fat finger mistake. No problem. No harm. No foul. <clears throat> got corrected Thursday, I think. So I got the I got the vehicle on Marketplace. I wake up to a message from a guy yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, and I man, I I try to be polite to folks. I really do, but something about the the way people come at folks in Facebook Marketplace. I have decided that that is my one place that I have no problem being very rude to people. If they're rude to me, I'm going to be rude back. I'm not going to turn the other cheek in Facebook Marketplace. Hey, uh, the guy says, you know, it's really easy to check uh, mileage rollbacks, and it's also a felony. Just acting like a hall monitor. You know, basically tells me, accuses me of committing a felony for rolling back miles, which I have all the evidence that's not the case, and the Carfax has already been updated with the proper mileage. <clears throat> and I, so I sent him that. I said, no, man, it was an accident, uh, mistake, blah, blah, blah. Here's the Carfax. And then I told him, 
you're an effing prick. I said, your message was very rude, and I didn't appreciate it. And he's like, I was just saying, I said, no, no, you were just insinuating that I committed a damn felony. And that was the end of the conversation. We will not be selling him a car. I won't anyway. I guess that would be the cherry on top, right? Then sell him the car. But they just ain't the kind of folks I want to do business with. I don't mind somebody asking me, hey, I see that there appears to be a mileage discrepancy. Do you know the story on that? Not go straight to, you know, it's a felony to roll back miles. I bet you same guy that would call and report their neighbors for having people over during COVID. When I used to post stuff on Craigslist back in the day, I would, uh, there would be this guy. He was like the Craigslist hall monitor. If you, if you ever worked at it, sold used cars at a dealerships and you posted in the for sale by owner side, because nobody ever looks in the for sale by dealer side of Craigslist, you know, like most of us used, us entrepreneurial used car salesmen would just go take the cars, take the dealer tag off of it, pop some pictures, you know, make it look like it wasn't for sale by a dealer. But, you know, you would always tell the people if they emailed or calls, like, hey, look, by the way, I am a dealer. Ask for me when you get here. I hope that's not a problem. 99.9% of the time, not a problem. People just want the car for the advertised price. And I said, there'd be this guy who would call like, man, I'm calling about your, uh, your 2010 Jeep. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, I got that. Man, you got any more vehicles? I'm, yeah, man, I do. Oh, so you're a dealer posting in the for sale by owner side. I tried to get that guy to meet me to fight at the Home Depot in Jackson one day. I was so piping mad at that guy, the old Clay, the old Clay. Tried to get him to meet me at Home Depot to fight. I, I still, I still get mad thinking about it. I'm, I, I cannot wait till I have so little to do in my life that I can patrol Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist for people trying to make a living, posting in the wrong sections. Man, get out of here. How pathetic is your life? When was the last time you and your significant other had some personal time? My goodness. Well, you know they voted for Biden. Ain't no doubt about it. They voted for Joe Biden. You know, they walk out to the mailbox every month. And get their government check. Or I, you know, I guess they just direct deposit everything now, huh? But every month they're waiting. Oh, yeah. Got my check. Now let me log in the marketplace and see just how many people I can play a hate on. Just absolute play a haters. Makes me so mad thinking about it. Just ain't no sense in all that nonsense. People out here trying to make a living. It's good. Honest living. All right, man, back to the thing. Let's leave that in 2022. How about that? How about hating on folks trying to sell things on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist? How about as long as it ain't a scam, let folks post their stuff. That's all I use social media for now is to sell cards, promote this radio show, post a funny meme or two here and there. You know, let, let folks, if they got a side hustle, let them post their stuff. Anyway. We got another text here on the Guns and Gear text line <clears throat> I thought was a good one. Says, how about folks wearing their pajamas and house shoes out in public? These are not public clothing. Amen to that. It's so funny, too, because I had that conversation. I did. I had that conversation with somebody last night about folks 
not acting right and dressing right in public. When we used to have 105 downtown, we let ladies in free before 11. And we all, the whole gimmick was you let ladies in free so, so that you'd have a bar full of ladies at 11 o'clock. Like, cause most people in Jackson don't start coming out to about 11, you know, and on the nightclub side of things. I could even, I could imagine waiting to get into 11 o'clock now. I'm at home in bed by 11. I've turned into that guy. But anyway, girls would show up in their pajamas, their, their hair nets, the whole nine yards, their big fluffy, uh, house slippers and everything to get that free wristband to leave and come back after 11. I was like, man, they play in the system, but I wasn't no hater. I let them, I let them play the system because it's still, you know, still better to have them in there than to not have them in there. Let's see here, man. I got a text on, uh, the guns and gear text line. What does it say here? Um, pull it up real quick. Uh, Chris says, bro, you silly. I hate marketplace. I just donate my stuff now because I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. That, well, I can't donate cars. <laughs> That's all I sell on there. I don't sell like personal stuff on there. I've tried that one time. I had like just trying to clean house, get rid of some stuff. Never again will I do any of that nonsense. I, I I'll donate it too before I before I give it away. I mean, before I'll give it away before I deal with Facebook Marketplace. All right, look, let's come back. We'll land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Train completely off the tracks here in the Matt Kike of Flowood Studios. All right, man. Yesterday, some a bunch of storms came through. And I was sitting at my house and the dang power went out. If you follow me on Facebook, you know, I had, uh, I didn't care. I had some candles I'd been needing to burn anyway. And, uh, my sign, I didn't think about it on the mantle at my house. I have a, <clears throat> a wood, a wood sign, hand carved sign that came out of the sun and sand hotel. It says, uh, sun and sand lounge downstairs. And it's actually a, a authentic piece from out of the sun and sand hotel from back in the day. A lot of political history went down in that hotel, as I'm told. A lot of backroom deals to keep Mississippi dead last <laughs> went down in that hotel. And y'all know my Save Jackson logo is a is heavily influenced by the Sun and Sand sign. So, you know, I thought it was cool. Anyway, a lot of people liked that thing. So, but yeah, man, power went out out there in Brandon yesterday. I was like, well, it must be widespread. I text my buddy Fred Shanks, who lives one street over from me. I was like, your power out? And he's like, nope. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Am I the only, am I the, maybe, because I just sit back and I just assume some other person is going to report the power being out. Nope. <laughs> I got on that. I had to report it because when I looked on the thing, it was, I was the only street and I live on, you know, my street ain't big. I was the only street with, uh, without power. Let me go on and send a report in on this. Man, it said, I'm going to tell you what, you know how I know I ain't in Jackson no more? Some, sometimes it's the little things. I was, I was laying in bed. I decided just to lay in bed, relax, take a nap. I was laying in bed, and I decided to check and see what time the power was going to be back on. And it said 3 o'clock, because I'm starting to think, do I need to maybe make plans to stay, some, stay somewhere tonight? Um, anyway, so I looked, and it was at 2.49. And the power clicked back on while I was looking to see what time it was going to be back on. And it estimated time was 3 p.m. So it came on 11 minutes early. And I was like, boy, Toto, we ain't in Kansas anymore. (laughs) No offense to Intergy, but I know Jackson takes a back seat when stuff like that, when stuff like that pops off. I lived in Jackson long enough to know that the suburban areas 
get tended to first when the power goes out. You know, people will call me a liar. They'll say, uh-uh, that ain't how it happens. Bro, that's how it happens. You know, you got to follow the money. You got to follow the money. But anyway, now that I'm a part of that, I'm all for it. So, hell yeah, keep keep cutting the power on first out there in Brandon. All right, look, man, that's enough of me rambling this morning. We're going to take a break real quick. When we come back, I want to talk about the Zach Arnett hire at Mississippi State, why I think that's a good idea. And we're going to win a sports show. But we're going to wrap that up. We're going to put a bow on it and uh, give my final opinion on that. I want to give my final opinion on the divorce topic that we've been going on, going over the last few days. That's been very popular. I just kind of a, I've had a little time to digest that and think about it and uh, give a little opinion on that. Also, Joe Biden says we're all racist. Again, why, why this time? I got some video for y'all. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYA. A uh, little house cleaning real quick. Christmas party, December 21st. That's next Wednesday. It is fastly approaching. Going to be a good time. Going to be right there at Burgers Blues Barbecue or Burgers and Blues, whatever you want to call it. Right there in downtown Brandon. Chad Wesley and Jason Turner, two of the best musicians in Mississippi, two of the absolute best guitar players in the state, are teaming up to do a uh, once in a, I don't know if they've ever actually done a public show together, but teaming up to do a show together. And they're going to be playing. It's free. Everybody's free to get in. That's just my way of saying thank y'all for everything y'all have done for me to allow this show to continue to grow and everything. I mean, to, to get to see both those guys play for free, that's strong. That's strong. That's us bringing it strong. I want to thank Burgers and Blues for teaming up with me to help make that happen. So it'll be at 6 p.m. Wear an ugly sweater if you got one. It'll be fun. If not, don't let that be the deal breaker in coming. I, I never wore an ugly sweater till uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, again, don't let that be the deal breaker. Swing by on your way home from work or whatever. Come see us. It's going to be fun. And you may ask, well, Clay, why are you doing a Christmas party? And why are you doing a Christmas party somewhere where they serve alcohol? You know, you do a show about recovery and addiction and all this other stuff. Well, everywhere serves alcohol. And, you know, and I understand completely if you can't make it. I, I, I get that. If that's your thing, if that's a trigger, no harm, no foul. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you can't come. But we got to build a community. You know, prepare, pray for peace, prepare for war. We got to build a community. We can't just sit back and be mad listening to talk radio all day or sitting back in our man caves or woman caves or she sheds and just sitting back there with all of our guns and ammo and MREs just waiting for something to pop off. We have to build a community. You, if, if and when, or when, not if, should I say, it pops off and the crap hits the fan, you're going to need more than those two or three people around you to survive this thing. You know, you're going to need a community of folks. And uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to build a community. I want people to get to know each other that might not know each other. Hell, I want to get to know y'all. You know, I'm going to need y'all more than y'all are going to need me when the crap hits the fan, I promise. I'll be, I'll be the communications director <laughs> if the crap hits the fan. You know, I can shoot a gun a little bit too, but that can be about the extent of what Clay brings to the table. A little, just, a little muscle. I can do that. I can sling some stuff around. Be a, a little roused about in the crew. But, uh, anyway, I do it so we can all meet each other. I don't make no money doing these things. It costs me money to do these things, but I do it because I want us to be able to get together and meet one another and socialize. And it's also, even if, even if it ain't a, when crap hits the fan, if we, ain't, if we ain't each other's apocalypse posse, maybe somebody 
you can network with. You don't you want to break bread with other like-minded people if you can? I know I do. I'd rather not give my money to a Democrat. That's just me. If I can avoid it, I'd rather give my money to a like-minded, American-loving patriot. Don't care what your race is. Don't care what your sexuality is. Don't care about none of that stuff. I want to break bread with people that are like-minded. If I can, if I can, that's how we do it. That's why we do these networking things, these parties, stuff like that. And that's the plan moving forward. Try to do something like this quarterly, at least. And whether it's Christmas, you know, I, I don't need a good excuse to get together. I don't, it, it can be one of them Hallmark holidays. It can be one of those, uh, it's pizza day, national pizza day. Well, that seems like a good reason to have a party to clay. <laughs> national pizza day. It's my favorite food. You already know. You already know. And it can be yours too. Order some Acme, Acme Pizza and Daiquiris tonight. Check them out right there at Phantom Art on the Riz. They will get you hooked up. They got their specialty pizzas, their deep fried pizzas, their will of flavor with up to three different specialty pizzas piled onto one pie. Can't go wrong. It's available on all food delivery apps. And no, I was not planning to do an ad read there, but I opened the door. I might as well. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get over there and see them for all your windshield replacement needs. You go to the Lakeland Drive location for that. Go see them for all of your window, window tinting needs, home, car, or business. They can do it all. The window tinting shop and the vehicle wrap shop that he wraps to is located right there on Flowood Drive across from River Oaks. That's Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. And the great thing is you can schedule it all online at lakelandglassintent.com. That's great. That is so convenient. You don't have to talk to another human. You can just go do it all at lakelandglassintent.com. All right. On with the show here. I got some thoughts on the Zach Arnett hire. I love it. I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day about it, and I said, man, I think it's the it's the only play right now that makes sense given the calendar with the with the portal, the transfer portal, with recruiting, with all that. Plus, Arnett was hot. It was going to be – let's just be honest. After the bowl game – it was going to be real hard to keep Zach Arnett at Mississippi State without a huge pay raise. It was. You got a guy that was going to be – I mean, Hugh Freeze was trying to hire him over in Auburn. Um, he may have got a chance at a head coach somewhere. It's going to hold the team together, presumably. It holds the team together. It keeps the kids out of the transfer portal for the most part. And it holds the recruiting class together. And, you know, because all, all the big coaches have been hired. Right now, I mean that that it all, that's already happened. I mean, just from a from a timing standpoint, I know people are upset that like Mike Leach isn't even in the ground yet. But unfortunately, life in the big city, the shark infested waters of college football, there were people trying to sneak in there through back channels to get players to transfer already. That's terrible, but that's life in the big city, as Kim Wade would say. And uh, they state had to do what state had to do. I thought it was the right hire. That's my opinion on it. I a couple of you guys have text in. Let's see what you all think about it. Let's see here. Roger says, here's two reasons why the Zach Arnett hire was good for State. One, 
He's got the team's respect, and if you have that, you're ahead of the game too. If we didn't offer it to him, he probably would have left because he's highly sought after. Auburn was going after him too, and it wouldn't have surprised me if Ole Miss if Ole Miss didn't try to get him because their defense sucks, and we don't need that. Exactly, exactly. I see Sean text in. Also, hey, you know, speak. Uh, congratulations to T.C. Campbell on becoming Jackson State's new head coach. I was a little surprised about that hire. The, the the timing of that announcement on the day Leach died, I'd have held that back a day. That's no knock at JSU or anything. It just it gets lost in the news cycle is my point of that. I'd have, I would have held on to that announcement just a little bit because it came out after the announcement of, of his death. At least I saw it after. Maybe it came out before, so I could be wrong on that. But I like that hire. I do. So let's see here. Uh, so I think that's where we're at here. So that was just – um. T.C. Campbell, Jack State, new head coach, horrible selection, but not surprising. Discount hire. Jay State is like their brother. City of Jackson, they can't get out of their own way. Tigers fans, we strive to be in the dump. Correction. T.C. Taylor, Jackson State, new head coach, horrible selection, but not surprising. Okay, kind of repeat there. Got it. I, I don't dislike the hire, but I don't know anything about T.C., but again, I think they were in a position where nobody was going to replace Dion. And if you could hold the team together, I think that's what they were thinking, too, just a lot, a lot like Mississippi State there. State was in a bad situation because um, you really got to hold that together. Steve Spurrier Jr., I assume, is going to stay on board as offensive coordinator. It's continuity. And I think in a time like that, continuity is key. And State has not announced this yet, Made a, and I imagine they won't announce it until after uh, Mike Leach has been buried. That would be my assumption. But it's being reported by – a lot of legitimate news sources. So that's my thoughts on that. You hate to, you hate the timing, but that's that's part of it, unfortunately. Uh, life goes on. Let that be a lesson to everybody out there that's given all, given it all to their careers. You're all replaceable. We are all replaceable. Put your families first. You know, God and family. Put that first and you'll be good. But we're all replaceable. We have to be. Business keeps on going. Life keeps on going, whether you want it to or not. You know, I've lost a lot of friends over the years. And <clears throat> life goes on. It has to. And uh, that, that's all I got to say about that. Right. Let's see here. Look, I said I was going to get to this. I, this is a hard shift of gears here to go to online sexual harassment from that. But we're going to do it. Because that's what I advertised the show has today. So we kind of got to here. I was talking to a friend last night and she was like, man, I got this crazy DM or message from a, from a, from a, from a guy. And she sent me the screenshots and it was like, Hey girl, you know, just typical white trash type, type talking. Hey girl. Like they were sitting at the bark pops or something trying to holler at her. But it, it, it got the more she deflected, it got more aggressive and nasty. And it ended up with, so just some very, very, uh, what I would call verbal sexual assault. She blocked him. No harm, no foul. On with her life. But it got me to thinking. You know, this happens way too much around here. I see the screenshots all the time. I got a friend of mine, Tiffany, 
She's a bartender around town. She's she's famous for putting guys on blast that slide into her DMs, particularly uh, married men and men in relationships and stuff like that. And as I always see that, and it's just it's mind boggling to me what these people do. Lindsay texted in. She had saw my post on Facebook. And she sent me some screenshots of some just nasty conversations with folks. And what you'll see, and it ain't just the nasty stuff, it's just the incessant annoying. It's like, hey, how are you? May I ask you a Anytime somebody says, can I ask you a question? That is one of my pet peeves. I'm like, no, you just asked your one question. You should have made it count. But anytime somebody asks that, can I, may I ask you something? Oh, gosh. They're the same guys that tell girls they look ravishing in the comment sections. <laughs> so why don't you ever reply? She said, I'm sorry. Been answering messages and phone calls all day about yesterday's election. She goes, I would vote for you. You're beautiful. Do you have, I bet you have a boyfriend or not. LOL. Was it bad that I said that? Well, sorry. I would love to meet you. Would you like that? And you just go down and down and down. And eventually we go down to. A uh, unsolicited pick of this person's junk. It's like, doo, 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 boom. Oh, man. Nothing else was working. No small talk was working. But you know what will work? A pick of my junk. Guys, I, I want to know. Here's what I want to see. Let's flip the script. Girls, that that has worked on for you. If you've ever sent an unsolicited nude pic to a random girl on the internet, and she goes, mm, "Big boy, big boy," that's it. That that's what I've been waiting on. I've never done this before, but uh, you're, you're the one. It's your lucky day. I I want to screenshot that conversation because I I want to know who it is. I I just want to see some proof or evidence that that type of nonsense has ever worked. Because you would think, as much as guys do it, that it must have a good return on their investment. It must be working for somebody, surely. Surely it works for somebody. And look, I'll be the first to tell you, I don't. I understand using social media to reach out to girls you may like. I get it. I do. You know, or reconnecting with an old flame. I, I, I completely understand that. Erin um, texted in last night with with her opinion on this topic, and she makes a good point here. She goes, I'll reply to your topic this a.m. I'm a firm believer in being safe online and in real life, too. Being safe also includes being accountable for yourself as a woman. What does your profile info and pic represent as a first impression? Are your, uh, is your cleavage hanging out intentionally? Is it center stage? If so... Does it seem silly for me to be offended when, if creeps DM me commenting on my body? I don't buy into the whole mentality of women should be able to wear whatever they want without being sexualized. Come on, girls. Humans are freaking weird. All of us absolutely have some sinister intentions when reaching out to women. Some crazy blank women are also the same level of psychotic when contacting men online. Maybe so. Maybe so. All right, look, we got to take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. When we come back, I'm going to read y'all some more nasty text messages on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. All right, guys. 
we've uh we've had a good week of shows here. We really have live in the Mac hike of Flowood Studios. If you're out gun shopping this weekend, and ladies, <laughs> you might need to go gun shopping with some of these crazy guys out there. Real talk. Hashtag real talk. Uh, and I implore you to go out to Guns and Gear to do just that right there on Highway 51 in Gluckstadt. Can't miss them, man. Hunter and his team do great work out there. How cool is it for your name to be Hunter and on a gun store? That you, you, you can't make that up. I mean, that's almost as good as being named Colt and owning a gun store. But anyway, man, get out there. Check out Guns and Gear, the home of No Limit Ammo. They take care of all your gunsmithing and Saracoding needs as well. Got all the guns you can want. You can shop them online at gunsandgearms.com. We appreciate them sponsoring the Guns and Gear text line. That thing has been a hit for this show. Could not do this show without the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, you guys are such an important part of what we do here. Uh, real quick, got a call during the break. <laughs> and I may have been reminded of the one time that it may or may not have worked when a guy decided to send a picture of his junk, and it was Brett Favre. Was it Jen Selter he sent that to? I think I follow her on Instagram. But he, uh, J- Brett, ask Brett Favre. Well, he keeps finding himself in bad situations. How much money? Was that the most expensive prick pick ever? 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 My God. Guys. I mean, look, I'm one of you. I mean, I am a, I don't want to say I'm a man's man, but I, I, I mean, I'm a dumb dude. And, and, and I'm just saying, don't, see, you don't want that floating around out in the ether. You just never know when that may come back to haunt you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't hit send. Don't hit send. If she wants to see it, she'll let you know. All right, man. This train wreck is over for the week. I will see you guys back Monday. Jim Thorne up next. ClayEdwardShow.com. All right, welcome back in. It's hour number two of the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios on a foggy Monday morning here in central Mississippi. A warm December morning. Uh, it's going to cool off here in a couple of days, thankfully. So looking forward to that. Real quick, we've got a local celebrity on the phone line. We're going to get to him in just a second, making his triumphant return to the show. I got Thomas on hold. But one second, I got to read this ad first. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. It's Monday Night Football tonight, Monday Night Raw, wrestling, if that's your thing. You don't feel like cooking, long day at work. Pull up your favorite food delivery app. Get Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's delivered just in time for dinner. Or heck, just stop by there in person. They open daily at 4 p.m. They got nine uh, f- different frozen daiquiris. They got all the homemade pizzas, the deep fried pizza, the pastas, the burgers, the appetizers, everything. Located right there at Fan and Mart on the res. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. You can get it to go. You can sit down and eat. Or you can get it delivered. Uh, I prefer take a break deliveries. You can use whoever you like. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. All right, let's go to the phones here. Thomas. Good morning. Yeah. You- um, I just want to say this. There's a lot of facts y'all leaving out, okay? You're forgetting about the stadium, the, the Veteran Memorial Stadium, right? Beautiful facility. Okay. Evidently, it's not beautiful because you guys want to blow it up. I don't, don't blow want it. Jackson State playing in the stadium. Let's be real. Yeah, y'all the ones that want to blow it up and build, build it on campus. I mean, it don't matter to me what they do. Is I mean, I, I, mean, I, I do know, understand you know, it's worth more. Go ahead. Okay, before Dion came, 
15 years, 20 years before he came, they've been wanting to get rid of the stadium. And my answer is for what? You know, I guess because they don't want Jackson State playing in it. So that's an issue also that goes along with Dion's departure, okay? Let's talk about the Ayers case, how Mississippi historically for, for a century discriminate against Jackson State, Alcorn, and Valley, which are HBCUs, not black elementary schools. They are colleges and universities that Mississippi, the state of Mississippi, was sued for class action lawsuit filed against them for discrimination with the funds. So you have not been even equally funding Jackson State for Jackson State to even have a financial leg to even stand on. You've been giving all your money to State and Ole Miss and USM. Why aren't you guys talking about that? Well, we are right now. You brought it up. Continue. Right, right, right. So don't just try to throw this all on the city of Jackson, Shokwe Lamumi. Yes, that does affect. But what about him reaching out to Tay Reeves and Tay Reeves ain't responded yet? Don't play like y'all just really care about Jackson State. I don't even see white attendance when I go to the games. Tate, and as far Tate as the game is concerned, came in and saved the it, water. It, it, there wouldn't be game, water without Tate. Listen, that championship game, it was a lot of people there. But maybe Southern people didn't travel because y'all bust their car windows out over there by Millsaps. And that's who didn't show up was Southern. Well, they did get their car windows busted out. was packed. J- J- Jackson, okay. some, some Jacksonians busted out them car windows. I doubt that very sadly. It never happened before. Eight of cars have never been broken into it at an HBCU football game in Jackson, Mississippi. 153 people have never been killed in Jackson before either, but it happened last oh, year. That occurred over there by Murrah, where white folks live in. We don't know who them, them, them kids from Millsaps or Bellhaven probably did that. You don't know that. Them, them Rankin County kids going to school over there? No, no, Bellhaven students or Millsap students or People that live over that way, mainly white, probably did that. You don't know that. We don't. We don't behave like that at JSU, and even at Southern, we don't what, do stuff like. What that. do you mean? Y'all killed a guy on campus the other day? Listen, listen, listen. We do not bust car windows. That's stupid. Now, now we don't do that. But killing folks on campus—that that, that's that that. But busting car windows is a, is a line too far. I, I I have no comment on the murder that occurred at Jackson State. I don't know nothing about it. I never heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. But what we're talking about is the heirs case money. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Well, let's just, let's just, we'll go there. I agree with you on the heirs case. If you give us the fund, we could have been built our own stadium uh, 30 years ago. Now, 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 you, you, you want to discriminate with the stadium. Jackson, back in the days, there was Ole Miss Stadium in Mississippi State. You didn't even want black people to even look at it. But you want to sit up and say, well, why y'all can't hold Dion? That's why, because the historical discrimination and racism in Mississippi also playing a part in this, and y'all need to mention that on air. Don't try to make it seem like, oh, black people can't do for Dion and accommodate Dion. No, we cannot, because we also in a financial bind as well because of discrimination and disparity against black people here in the state of Mississippi. Y'all really don't want black people to have nothing, especially educational. Dion didn't want to die. That's why he left Jackson. He, Dion, to, he almost Dion lost a foot good. here, for Christ's sake. Dion did good by Jack State. But Dion told he came down here and he played on these black people religion uh religious uh beliefs, talking about God sent him here. Then the second thing he did, he said, Well, we're gonna do this to make sure we shed 
have a level the playing field for HBCUs against Power Fives, and then he sit up and left with the and took the money that the Power Five offered him, which is totally against what he even said. So he lied. Let's talk about how he lied to black people in the black community all across the United States. Let me ask this. Now, this is a serious question here. No, 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 no shenanigans here. I was thinking about this during the break. Do you think maybe let's take money off the table? Even though I think everything in Dion's past says he chases the money, but let's take money off the table. Do you think he left so he could actually play for a championship? Jackson State's inability to be able to get into the playoffs because they're tie-in with the Celebration Bowl and everything else. Do you think that maybe played a part? No, no. I think Dion. First of all, he's from Florida. Florida is a diverse state. He's from Tampa. I mean, not Tampa. He's from Fort Myers, Florida. Dion is a PWI dude. He he's a white folks school dude. Anyway, he I don't think he had a vested interest in HBCUs in the first place. But he tried. He did do some things and stuff like that. But I don't think he really cared about HBCU culture because I don't think he even know anything about the Ayers case. You just did what these white people wanted you to do, expected you to do, and you even said that. That's stupid. He basically church pimp suit us. He pimped us. And that's cool. Go ahead, get your money. But that's what white people, they dangle money in your face, you go running like a coon. That's what he did. But he did help. He delivered. I give him that. And also, T.C. Taylor, that's who he recommended to be the coach. T.C. Taylor is a former JSU football great that is the wide receiver coach on the uh, staff right now. He was the offensive coordinator, but Dion Sandler replaced him with a white man. Yeah, Mike Zimmer. I don't know what his name, but he, he was the offensive coordinator last year, but this season Dion got a white guy to be the offensive coordinator and put TC down to a wide receiver coach so he can learn from the white offensive coordinator, and that's who he recommends. TC Taylor, he played with Jack State yeah, from now, 98, I think, to 2001. Yeah, now, in defense of that move, take the race out of it, in defense of that of that move, I don't know TC, but Mike Zimmer was the head coach of the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings for a while, so coaching pedigree-wise, it was an upgrade. The record, why, the, the why, record why, shows why, that. Why, so, but I don't think they we want the Minnesota guy. The Minnesota guy was something else. But that the offensive coordinator, I don't know his name. He was a young, bald headed white guy calling okay. the plays. I thought I, I thought it was Zimmerman. All right, or Zimmer. All right, Thomas. Thank you for calling All back. Right. All right. All right. He made some good points there. He made some good points. I, I can't. We can't just because we get disagree on some stuff. We can't argue on everything. He made some good points. I don't think he's right on a bunch of stuff. And we got some text here on the Guns and Gear text line. Let's see here. I, I dang it, I left it on the table. I forgot to ask De, uh, Thomas: Is Dion still swack? Uh, is Dion still swack? Are y'all taking a swack pass from him? Is he still swack? Was it Eddie Robinson Jr.? Is that uh, is that the coach over there at Alabama State? Well, I got a meme up on the uh, Save Jackson pages. It says I told y'all he wasn't swack. Told y'all he wasn't swack. That's good stuff. All right, look, they're on the guns and gear text line this morning. Let's see here. Sharon says, oh, my God, what an idiot. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Pulling up the text line here. Uh, in response to 
my comments about recruiting. Dustin texts in with a screenshot. It says, a source at Colorado tells me over 200 recruits and portal transfers have reached out in the last 12 hours. Some of them are four- and five-star caliber players. Deion Sanders has a chance to make some noise signing day, before signing day. Also, I hear the NIL money is rolling in, too. So, we'll see how it shakes out, man. And, hey, look, I may have. I'm getting some text in that says I'm wrong about black folks' cold weather. So, maybe just black folks I'm friends with don't like cold weather. I don't know. If I was wrong, I apologize. Uh, let's see here. Uh, still, let's, let's see. Every, every, every coach pimps their school. TC does not need to be the head coach. Don't do what Memphis did with all of their, uh, with their head coach hire after Mike Norvell. Yep, that's a good thing there. I agree. Step outside of the circle. Don't feel like you got to hire a Jackson State guy. Yeah, Ashley Robinson, the uh, the athletic director, just released a press statement on JSU social media. I shared it to save Jackson. It says it thanks Dion for everything you did, and it says loud and clear in the last paragraph, this is going to be a national search. They a national search as it should be. Dion has set Jackson State up for success in the future. Dion leaving Jackson State ain't as big of a problem for Jackson State as Jackson, Mississippi is. Let me say that again. Dion leaving is the least of Jackson State's problems. Jackson, Mississippi is Jackson State's biggest problem. As I said before, JSU versus JXN. It's the greatest rivalry in the South. The city doing everything it can to cut the legs out from under the the school. You know, somebody else brought up a good point on the text line a minute ago, on the Guns and Gear text line. Said, how are the donations looking from the uh, JSU fan base? Do they, are they fully committed? Are they bought in? To donations for the for the athletic programs, are they donating? You know the fact that Dion had to donate half of his three hundred thousand dollars salary to get some new locker rooms and stuff built. Dion shouldn't have to do that. Y'all can't. Y'all want a stadium that has to be paid for in advance through fundraising or bonds and everything else. It has to be paid, be able to pay for in full before construction can start. Y'all want a stadium, but you can't even donate enough to get locker rooms built so that your coach ain't got a, let's see here, he was here for three years, donated half, so $450,000. Y'all couldn't come up with $450,000 so your coach wouldn't have to donate half of his salary? Come on, man, I can't take you serious as the best athletic program in the country, as the letter from Ashley Robinson just said. I can't take you serious. If you... If your coach is having to donate half his salary, I commend Dion for doing it. I think it's a great thing. But he should never have to do it. Shouldn't have had to do it, if that's the case. All right, let's take a break here. I really want to jump into this Twitter file stuff. Kind of feel like a dog chasing his tail talking about this JSU stuff. Let's jump into that. Elon dropped a nuke on Twitter Friday night. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I just listened to you talking about uh, leaving canceling behind. The only way... The best way to stop from being canceled is to make yourself uncancelable. That's what I've tried doing. I mean, uh, I've, I've, I had a, I've, 
I actually, I, I was canceled two years ago. I lost a job due to diversity, equity, inclusion, but that's a whole other deal. But my skill set is such that I had another job, a better job, within a couple of weeks. You know, I mean, if you develop a skill set to where it doesn't matter what you can do, you, then you can do what you want to do. You know, you can you know I, if, if, if the company you're with goes that way, well, I'll go work somewhere else and I be mean, better. Hey, you know, that's why that's why I'm out there where I'm at at Ellis. Well, ain't the only reason I'm out there at Ellis Autoplex. You know, that guy supports what I do. You know, he understands that my skill set outweighs outweighs uh, a, a bad review or a negative phone call from some cancel culture vulture. You know, oh, yeah. I make them money. They make me money. Yeah. We have a we have a good relationship when it comes to making each other money. And, and that tends uh, to outweigh cancel line. culture. That's the bottom line with capitalism in general. The capitalist like uh the capitalist is not racist the capitalist is doesn't care as long as it's making him money you know like uh, we don't care who hauls our freight whether they're black white or whatever as long as they're making his money you know it uh the other the periphery stuff doesn't play into the doesn't play into our decision making when it comes to when it comes to as long as the service is being provided is to our advantage then we don't care who provides it exactly i don't care if you do the best it ain't even about saving the most money I ain't going to let a couple nickels on a dollar stop me from doing business with the better person. You know, and if you do the best job, I don't care if I like you or not. I'm going to use you. I love to be able to get back to that. I don't want to know your politics. You don't have to know mine. You know, do you do the best job and can I afford your work? That's all I care about. Make yourself uncancelable. Yeah. Have a good day. Hey, appreciate it, brother. Great call. You know, we talk about it all the time, man. Hashtag cancel proof. Make yourself cancel-proof. No matter what it is you do. If you do hair, if you're a female, you do hair, whatever. Be so good at what you do that you can say whatever you want. And people will still be knocking down your door to do their hair. If you sell cars, be so good at what you do that people put up with the bull. Because you make them money. If you paint cars, you clean cars, you do anything out there you do, man. You work on cars. we got great sponsors like A1 Gear and Auto. Work on cars. Tent windows, whatever. Be be great at what you do. Look at athletes. You know, we always talk about oh, that sport athletes this, sport athletes that. They imagine if I did that. If you were good enough at your job, you wouldn't have to worry about it. People look the other way. When I first got in the car business, there was a guy. I'm not going to name any names or where it was at. It's a long time ago. But when I first got in the car business, one of our top salesmen was a habitual DUI getter. Managers had to go get him out of jail all the time. But you know why they did it? Because he made money. So the, the rules are bent for superstars. Be a superstar. Make yourself cancel-proof. Cancel-proof isn't just from cancel culture. It could be from your own stupidity. So uh, just food for thought. Be great at what you do. More motivational quotes from The Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. on. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as The Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.